And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Friday, April the 8th. Uh, it's Friday, the end of the week. Hope we're all looking forward to a nice weekend. Morning, Ollie. How are you? Good weekend lined up? Yeah, all good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, no, I've got golf tomorrow with my son. I've got tennis on Sunday. There's loads of sport to watch. My wife's down at my house in Cornwall, so I'm all by myself. So I'm going to have a pretty good weekend, aren't I? Excellent, yeah. My parents are moving house, so I'm going to go and pinch the uh, things that they don't have space for. Ah, you do have space. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Right, let's turn to mind. Look, it's April the 8th, uh, which means it's the first day of dealings for First Tin, which has just come to the market. Um, don't know if you've got any comment you'd like to make there, uh, Ollie? Uh, well, we've talked a, a lot recently about um, Tin Market generally. Um, and, and the backdrop is obviously extremely positive. Um, you know, the, the market fundamentals are there. There's very little in terms of new supply that can come on in a in a in a big way in the last um, uh, tin bull market. Um, Malaysia, uh, sorry, Myanmar was the um, swing supplier, um, but the expectation is that they don't have uh, significant incremental surprise to, to bring on this time um, and all of the projects that we can see out there at the moment you know only have sort of one to two thousand tons that they can bring on in the in the short term and, and even that is likely to take a couple of years so these um, low capex projects in 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 jurisdictions which are sort of outside the grip of China um, really fit into the 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 new narrative for commodity supply chains. Yeah, look, I mean, getting an IPO away at the moment is is pretty good. We weren't involved at all, um, so uh, but well done to those that did it. Um, obviously, it's 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 got Mark Thompson involved, who is sort of the king of tin. Uh, it's also one of the reasons why we're so excited about Cornwall and the the opportunities for tin down there. And of course, don't forget. Tungsten West is 20% tin. Um, so, uh, and that's the one that's looking stunningly cheap at the moment, as we've said on a few times now. Uh, anyway, there we go. Uh, what else you got today, Ollie? Um, news out from Galane Lithium um, in Argentina, one of the Shanghai Mining Club members. Uh, they have got some drilling results back, which look very positive. Um, it's a particular step out hole that takes them 800 meters from their existing the, the sort of furthest existing drill hole um, and has confirmed a 450 meter sequence of, of, of sands that could hold or that hold brines but likely to be bearing lithium and um, so that's a very strong indicator that they're going to be able to indicate uh, expand the resource in Q3 as, as planned. Um, I think what's interesting here is we've seen this before with a couple of other projects we've looked at in the past is that when you look at these sort of satellite images for the Salars, um, where you see the end of the salt flat, that isn't necessarily the end of the mineralization um, subsurface and the the sands and, and lithium brines actually sort of continue to extend out underneath what looks like the the, the mountainous valley on the surface um, 
and and I think that's where one of these holes was was drilled. So that's that's quite exciting for how much additional potential um, there is here. And and Galen, obviously one of the few uh, independent lithium projects still standing in South America. I mean, I think, you know, certainly for the next sort of five years, South America is probably where the majority of or the easy wins in lithium are going to come, aren't they? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, especially if you can, if, if one DLE project comes online that um, shows that it works, um, that transforms the, the evaporation salars, um and, and completely changes the economics of the entire sector. Okay, interesting. Uh, anything else? Um, a little bit from Ukraine and uh, Russia. Um, Polymetal's auditors <laughs> resigned. Yeah, that's the um, Deloitte. One is straight out, didn't they? With immediate effect. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas Forexpo have reported that they've managed to maintain production more or less uh, flat year on year at 2.7 million tons, or that was 13% lower Q on Q. Um, production isn't the same as sales, um, and logistics aren't being disrupted, uh, are being disrupted, sorry. Not significantly, 2.6 million tons were shipped in the, in the quarter. Um, that's via rail, um, obviously, towards the end of the quarter since the invasion, um, the, the sea routes have been closed. Um, so they're only able to rail it back via Europe. Um, but generally they, they do appear to be coping with um, uh, with the situation, um, which is reasonably positive, but obviously the, the risk profile of that company has changed dramatically. Yeah, I thought they started this statement off rather nicely. I'll just read out the first sentence because I think it sort of sums everything up. But it, what they said was that the, the situation in Ukraine remains complex. In accordance with the government of Ukraine's request for economic activities to continue, the group will continue to produce and transport its products as long as the capability is in place and it remains safe to do so. Sort of sums it up rather well, I think, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, and they, they made a comment about having, you know, been able to continue to pay everyone on time, which is... Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we're now in the 44th day of war or something, is it? Um, and uh, NATO is now, I think, going to start uh, giving Ukraine some more, certainly defensive weapons. I'm not sure it's moved quite on to extra aircraft yet. I mean, well done to Ukraine. I think they're putting up, you know, amazing defence. And it really is, Russia, frankly, needs to be put right firmly in its place. Um, that country shouldn't be allowed to exist almost. Uh, it's disgraceful what they're doing. Um, certainly, Ukraine has the full support of VSA Capital. There you go. That's one way to end the podcast on a Friday. On that note, I hope everyone has a week, good weekend, and uh, we'll all speak again next week. Yeah, have a good weekend. Speak to you Monday. Cheers.